0: Hello and welcome to Breaking Down Bad Books, a podcast analysing trashy bestsellers from a literary perspective. Following my breakdown of Stephanie Meyer's Twilight, I will be digging deep into the raunchy Twilight fanfic turned erotic romance, Fifty Shades of Grey. Although I'm not sure romance is the best word to use. Join me every Monday and Friday for chapter by chapter analysis of the book that Salman Rushdie said made Twilight look like war and peace. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, or visit BreakingDownBadBooks.com for all the listen links and contact information.
1: I have a feeling that it's going to get awkward, but let's get through this together. Happy reading! This movie makes me feel better about my life choices, and most movies don't do that. This is where the gaslighting gets really good. My nickname around these parts is Dead Weight. I haven't been considering Scissor. I'm
0: prepared to travel in time. We were deep into an Adam Sandler rabbit hole on this podcast. How did that happen? A Lifetime of Hallmark.
2: Well, hello, everybody. It is your favorite day of the week. It is time for another episode of A Lifetime of Hallmark, where we talk about, we watch movies on Lifetime and the Hallmark Channel and try to make sense of them. Hi, I am Les Kirkendall Barrett. Hello, Jason Bowers. Hello,
1: Les Kirkendall Barrett.
2: And hello, Kurt Fitzpatrick.
1: Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett. And hello, Jason
2: Bowers. Okay, I'm just going to get this out of the way and just call it as Ianla on Ianla Saved My Life would say, I'm going to call a thing a thing. This movie made me angry.
0: You really are fired. I haven't seen you fired up about a movie like this in a long time.
1: Well, honestly, I, I, I need to sleep on this. But I really think this is one of the worst movies. It, it, it's at least one of the worst movies I've seen in years. I have yes. a
0: theory as to why you two did not like it or, or or why you're saying you didn't like it as much as you are.
1: <laughs> well, it's it's it insults the viewer. That's where I think I draw the line it's so dumb yes
2: we, probably, I, so I dumb.
1: feel
0: like everything we watch is so dumb I I'm, like yeah, my, my, this is my, really my
2: theory no, is you
0: guys hated this because you had an expectation of it being a lifetime version of this story versus hmm. it was this story and it happened to air on lifetime
1: I mean we we'll we'll point things out because there's there's some things and I was floored. And, and let's just let's just say this <laughs> of course the
2: movies are dumb yeah but that's, that's why, the whole yeah, reason we watch them because that's why well, we like them because they're dumb well, we're, well so, yeah, so, we're
1: usually in on the joke, though. This was more like they, th- it's almost like they thought we were dumb rather than well, thinking, thinking that we were having I, fun with
0: it. Because when you guys first told me, so we watched this movie, uh, Desperate Widows from Lifetime, and it deals with human trafficking. And when I first saw that we were watching a movie dealing with human trafficking, even though it was on Lifetime, I was like, this is not going to be bonkers because they're not going to be able to tell the story in a bonkers way without being offensive. <clears throat>
2: Oh, it was bonkers, but Maybe not. You know, but it bonkers. wasn't. But it wasn't
0: bonkers in the way that a a um, like a, a wrong movie is. It was, no,
2: it was still bonkers. It was a different shade
0: of bonkers. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, that's a good episode title.
2: Because <laughs> there were definitely certain parts where I literally had to pause, and I was like, "Wait,
1: what?" I had to put it back. I thought I was hearing things. I, was, I didn't just hear that you know like like with like with with the male in the movie and i'm
2: not going to say what happened but when 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 it came the out Olivia. what he was doing
1: i was like wait what yeah. that character that that oh, man <laughs> and, and and as jason and jason you when we were messaging
2: you said it was a waste of a hot guy, which is absolutely right. That guy had the best skin.
0: Yeah, he nice. really had he great was skin. Uh.
1: And and it was promising
2: at first
0: because when they first introduced him, he while he was wearing a shirt, it was unbuttoned, so you saw his whole body. Uh, and, and but they never they never showed any more skin <laughs> after that.
2: And they even did like a slow-mo where when he, cause he was carrying a log and he stopped and kind of shook his head a little bit, but like, you know, yeah, yeah. It, well. well, before we get into this, let's talk about someone who makes us happy. Is there any black China news?
0: Doing a piece of China, China,
1: China. I'm talking
2: China. The Black
0: China report. Here's Kurt Fitzpatrick.
1: All right, this is from the dailymail.com. They love talking about black china. And here's an example of really stretching out a little piece of information. The headline is Black China wears all white outfit for dinner while ex fiance Rob Kardashian celebrates 34th birthday. Oh, Black China wore an all-white outfit Wednesday while stepping out for dinner as her <laughs> ex-fiance Rob Kardashian celebrated his 34th birthday. All right, the all right, all I, years- I got to stop you right there. Yes.
0: Like, are, <laughs> has it gotten this bad that, like, like even the writers about Black China news are like, "We got nothing. We we got <laughs> nothing."
1: It gets worse. Um, Thirty-two-year-old model sported a white jumpsuit for her meal at an italian restaurant in santa monica california china had long blonde hair parted down the middle and down in soft curls around her shoulders now there are some photos here it looks like she's with a bodyguard or like like she went she went there with uh, security apparently oh i'm sure and she like, did yeah, so she completed her outfit with Nike uh, gray Nike high tops and also uh-huh. wore a black face mask amid the ongoing coronavirus pandemic, lest we forget. <laughs> Are those police uh, I hear China. in the
0: background chasing down the crime against journalism that happened when this story made it into a publication?
1: <laughs> uh, this this episode is a, is a, you know, it could be a, time capsule of media travesty between right. this and the movie. Okay, um, uh, China and Rob started dating in January 2016 and announced their engagement on Instagram after dating for three months. Right. They welcomed Daughter Dream in November 2016 and announced their split on social media in December 2016. Rob received well wishes from his famous mother, sisters and mother via social media in honor of his St. Patrick's Day birthday. Now the rest yeah. of the article... There are pictures of black China, so that's, um, that's admirable. Um, but the rest of the article is just a bunch of uh, tweets and w- well wishes. Now, I don't oh. think we need to get into that. No, we do. But don't. anyway, there's a lot of that. No, but that's that's pretty much it. It's more of an example of uh, stretch journalism.
2: I love how they basically. So, wait a minute. So, they weren't together. They were having. No, no, years. no. I love how they tied them in then. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, she she wore a white outfit to a restaurant, and Rob uh, celebrated her birthday. So, yes. The, Wait, the narrative in a
0: tabloid old. has to be you are forever tied to your ex no matter what you do, uh, and we're going to report on it as if you're doing it together but warring at the same time.
2: Right, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least they talked about what she was wearing. so yes. They did kind of cut to the chase for you. Right. I love the fact though. Yeah,
1: yeah, I appreciate that.
2: I love the fact though, Black China like the headline, Black China wears a white outfit, da da da, da and then the first sentence is Black China wore a white outfit.
1: Same thing, yeah. He's as old as that. Have you guys been watching the SAG screeners? I sure have. I watched a couple. What have what? you
0: I haven't watched anything yet and I wanna go on a little bit of a screed here.
1: Okay, because we vote for the people at home. We, yes, we're all right. in SAG after, and we vote on the SAG awards. So they they supply us with movies and TV well, shows well, to watch.
0: This is my screed. Is is I love that that my union does that. I'm very happy that that uh, the the you know those vying for awards ha, have a way of uh, getting in front of us to see these uh, TV shows and movies. What my screed is the just pure amount of physical waste that is happening this year and i am by by no means an environmentalist but they've like i've gotten more dvds this year than i've gotten in any other previous year and i've been a sag member for 25 or 26 years and what's the infuriating thing about it is that they're sending things that are already on streaming services And they have this streaming app for SAG and AFTER members as well to vote. Uh, So the fact that there's like Amazon and Netflix is real bad about it and and other streaming services are, are sending physical DVDs when their whole business model is based on something opposite of that, I find stupid.
2: And humongous packages, too. Like, I'm getting huge packets. Like, I have a
0: stack that is no joke about eight inches high of DVDs from this year's nominees.
1: Yeah, yeah, the Netflix stuff, I think a couple years ago, they provided a password. Like, you could get a free month of Netflix if you Mm -hmm. didn't have it already. Uh Um, So, I don't know why they don't do that. Like, who's going to watch this giant dvd set of ozark and
0: and maybe they don't want to give away the whole service for free i get that but then then put your stuff on the sag after a streaming app for voting because all all these things are already there too so why are they sending physical copies out
2: right and 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 it's a way
0: it's a waste of um promotional money like you know take that money and put it into something else take that money
1: and give us a show
2: it, it is kind of funny, though, like, what the other day I got Minari in the mail, and I'm like, wait. Hey, but I just watched it because you sent me my password, and so I went online and watched it with my password. I don't get why you're sending it to me now. And, like, even, like, what else did I get? Mank, which I was like, wait, but I just used my password. So, yeah, it well, is weird. Also, you yeah. have Netflix. <laughs> like. Right, right. But there is something, cause you know, I mean, for me, there is something about like, hey, I paid my dues on time, woo! So,
0: <laughs> well, I, I think, I, I, I think the the what balances that out is they do all these events where they, you know, when it's non-COVID times, they they have like actual Q and As in person with the stars in the movie, and now in COVID, they're they're doing Q and As, but they're on Zoom, but you can be a part of it.
2: Now, okay, yeah. so I did watch a Q&A, and I was very disappointed because it was the one – who was it? It was Patricia Clarkson, and she was talking – I think it was someone from Pieces of a Woman.
1: Which, oh, I haven't seen that yet. Or,
2: but I zoomed in expecting it to be like a and a mm-hmm. and it was just Patricia ta- Clarkson talking to the woman, and there was no, like – question
1: yeah oh, i okay. did that too it was kind of, it was a little bit lame and i I, yeah. I i would like it if they did those live maybe that's a little too much to ask but or even a zoom like interview. a call like a Zoom, yeah. Call, mm-hmm. like a regular where you, zoom call yeah or you could be a little more uh, involved hey i yeah. saw um i watched the screener for uh promising young woman was <gasps> i'm dying really to see, I
0: all. All. Yeah. I that was see that one so
1: really yeah that was so good yeah that
2: that's that's my that's my you know if I were to have like a tally sheet, yeah. Of she she passes it with flying colors.
0: Both of you saw that. Did you I, see it Jason? I haven't seen it yet, but that that is oh. at the very top of my list of ones that I do want to watch.
1: That was oh. so good, and I watched uh, the Little Things. I haven't watched uh, that one yet. Denzel. That was good. I think it fell off a little bit on the third act, but I was a uh, it was a good. Uh, thriller, I thought. Did, did you watch Nomadland? Mm, yes, I did. I watched that like, a, was like, like two or three weeks ago. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, That was really good. Was um, really good. Did you watch Mank? No, I haven't seen that yet.
2: Mm-hmm. I think I might
1: like that. I've heard it's boring from other people, but yes. I'm thinking I might. I usually like stuff like that, so I think I, mean, I might.
2: I, I liked it on... It was boring. I liked it in terms of, you know, I love old Hollywood stuff when they talk about old Hollywood and like, hey, we're going to Culver City and stuff like that. I like that part of it. But yeah, it was it was
1: it was long. <laughs> okay i got more to see. I'm not going to be able to watch everything, probably, but I'll see as much as I can. I love Ted Lasso. That was
0: really good. I enjoyed I that. Love Ted I loved. And I didn't know that I would not like enough. it because I, I wasn't a big Jason Sudeikis fan, and I'm not a sports person, but uh, I kept hearing that the show had a lot of heart, and I didn't realize yeah. that uh, Bill Lawrence produced it, who hmm. was the, the guy that created Scrubs and um, uh, Sin City. And, uh, or not mm. Sin
2: City. Um, Spin City. <laughs>
0: Specific, yeah. And, yeah.
2: and then for me too, Ted Lasso it was kind of like, oh wow, that's like me dealing with my in-laws <laughs> because my husband's British. Yeah.
0: It's, really, the, charming. Like, oh. it's really, really charming.
1: It's really, really charming. I watched a couple episodes of The Flight Attendant because I had a <gasps> SAG access to love. it. love that.
2: I think is one of my favorite TV shows of the year. Yeah, I,
0: I love yeah. that and oh my gosh, I just uh, watched It's a Sin. Have you seen this Les? Yes. No. Yes. It is incredibly good. It's um What's that? It's set in the early 80s and into the 90s really, but it's it's oh. about the early days of the AIDS crisis and oh. It's fascinating to watch now because there are just so many parallels to how we reacted at the beginning of COVID too. the things that Uh we didn't know and thought we knew and were cocky about, um, (laughs) you know, different levels of people caring. Uh, But that aside, it's like it's really heartbreaking, but it's also really joyous and Uh fantastic performances in it, too.
2: I was and this is for a week.
0: Yeah, that's a screener that we have. No, it's a show on HBO Max. It's a five episode limited oh, series. Okay.
2: We're like TV
1: critics. Look at us. Yeah, we're in the know. I watched. Uh, I watched mm-hmm. The Five Bloods. Oh, is that um, good?
2: I still need to watch that
1: one. It is good. Yeah, it is good. It's a little Spike Lee gets a little heavy handed sometimes, but he kind of gets away with it. Well, it's um, Spike Lee. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, no, it's very good. Very good. In fact. Maybe that should have been nominated for best Picture instead of the um trial, of the Chicago Seven or whatever that movie yeah. is. I haven't seen that one yet either. it's it's I not did. bad, but
0: it's it's far from great.
1: Uh-huh. I was an extra in that movie, and I ended up oh. like I ended up like predominantly in this still photo. so there's like whenever there's an article about it oftentimes they use that picture. I'm like, there I am.
2: Oh nice. <laughs>
1: Kurt. I- I yeah. love the fact. I love the fact that with Kurt,
2: sometimes you'll be randomly watching a TV show and there's a picture of someone, and it's like, "Oh, that's Kurt!" Like there was like, I think it was like an a Law and Order, SVU, or like a Law right. and Order, and there was like a picture, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, that's
1: Kurt." Oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's been a while though since I've done that. It. It's been over a year, so. <laughs> uh, well.
2: <laughs> shall we get this? Shall we? Shall we rip off the band-aid? Oh.
0: I, I do feel like we've been chatting sort of to avoid talking about this movie. We've been
1: avoiding it. Well, it's also an example of another reason why this movie is problematic. Because after I just like I the last movie I saw was Promising Young Woman, and then the movie after is Desperate Widows. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. See, you you were <laughs> setting the bar way too high, and this is not to say that I love this movie. I did not, but I feel like you two are extra angry about it, and I think it's because you had. Better expectations for it. Hmm.
1: Okay, we'll say. I I, okay. I I make an argument. This is also insulting to the audience. Oh, it yeah. is. It is absolutely. It's all of those things. <laughs> I just don't so think it's as
0: horrible as you thought. All right. Well. Okay.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> Walk us through it.
2: All right. Okay. So.
1: So we and do my, have a, cool, a handheld.
2: So our last. Okay. You know what? And I. I just figured something out. Remember how we talked about how. When we watched that movie, the the gay Lifetime movie mm-hmm. over Christmas, mm-hmm. and it basically was like Lifetime took Hallmark's trope and out Hallmarked them. Yeah, this reminded me of if people from the Hallmark Channel attempted to write a Lifetime movie. Yeah, I, I, I can see that
0: because so like I said earlier, like the, the, with got the Hallmark Yeah, with the the um. <laughs> The human trafficking element, I'm I'm sure they went into the, uh, you know, finessing of this script, however much they did, uh, by constantly having that light, that, uh, you know, nugget in their head saying, like, we can't go too far with this because it's about human trafficking, really serious subject. Let's be a little more delicate. And this is Lifetime's version of
1: delicate. Well, they they didn't get into the logistics of their... Human trafficking, uh, too much. But <clears throat>
2: yeah, I don't even have isu- I even have issues with that. And we see mm-hmm. women tied up in the back of this van, and then the van like pulls over, and this woman, this guy basically, literally, just takes this woman and throws her over his shoulder. And he's from a different country. He has an accent. And he's telling her, shut up, woman. And they're walking through the dark. (laughs) And it was a cold open. So remember the last movie that we watched for a lifetime, we didn't have
1: a cold open. The cold opens are back. And there's chloroform. Uh, he yes. he, yeah. he whips out the chloroform in the cold open. He's around. I was yeah. very
0: excited about that when I saw that. I was like, oh, okay, we are we are doing a lifetime movie. Unless it's going to be happy out of
1: the gate.
2: Oh, and I was because I, I was like, oh, we're coming in hot. You know,
1: yeah, we we're sure getting are. to it. Oh, they had a lot. They had a lot to t- lot to tell us. And that was
2: <laughs> the best part of the movie.
1: <laughs> they couldn't waste, they, they couldn't waste any time. Yeah.
2: So then we cut to a funeral. And um, we see we see a picture of a dead husband. I see dead people. Who was very cute, actually. <laughs> the pictures that they had of him, yeah. like, oh, wow, he's a cute guy. Yeah. And so we're at a funeral. And at first, I thought it was a mother, or like a woman, and her sister. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: It turned out to be a mother and a daughter, and not just a daughter, a a
0: a teenage daughter who
2: looked like she was twenty seven.
0: Yeah, but she was sixteen.
2: Okay, and and,
0: you are being kind by saying twenty seven. She looked legitimately in her thirties, and and I don't mean like old. I just mean she looked like an adult. She looked like mature. She looked like she had a badass job, an adult job.
2: Yeah, and especially with the outfit she was wearing, too. 16. Yeah. 16. Yeah, so,
0: we I feel so, like we do then, see this a oh, lot in Lifetime movies. I feel like we need to come up with a term for
2: that. Yeah, we
0: need to – yeah. Because it's like it, – because she's old, but, like, I, I don't mean that as an insult. I just mean as a a casting note of, really, guys –
2: yeah, hmm. because because the Same. even the way that she was acting, it was not like a sixteen year old. Right. And then until she started talking, because basically what happens, she's at the funeral. She's like, "Dad would hate this funeral." And then they cut to she's like making out in her bedroom <laughs> so we, with, yeah, with some a guy.
1: Guys. A guy with mascara. With eyeliner. Yeah, he had
2: eyeliner <laughs> and
0: I believe eyeshadow too.
1: Yeah, yeah he's working hard on his eyes. Yeah. And so
2: they're going at it, and this outfit, like, they kind of pan out, and she's wearing, like, a Catholic schoolgirl outfit. But I just thought, oh, maybe it's, like, a Britney Spears sexy sort of a thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. the guy looked like an aging punk rocker. Like, yeah. you know, you see, like, a, a guy in New York who's, like, a punk rocker, and it's, like, it's it's getting a little, a little late in the years to be doing that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Cause he seriously looked like he was mid thirties to early forties, and I'm not even kidding. And like <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is some teenager. this is some high school class, huh?
2: And then it it's kind of held back a couple, me, couple years.
0: Look, it you know, re- people the kids have been out out of <laughs> physical schooling because of COVID for a long time. When they go back, exactly, yeah. it's it's going to be a different world.
1: Seriously.
2: Yeah. So that so then it was kind of funny. <laughs> because she's talking to her mom and she's like school sucks life sucks but it was like a saturday night night live skit because it was like this 27 year old
1: she she was having a midlife
2: crisis right like dressed in like (laughs) dressed like britney spears in in the in her video with pigtail because didn't she have pigtails too the girl
0: I think so. They were clearly going for that Britney Spears look. I I bet they started Cox. filming for a day or two. And during the dailies, somebody probably gave the note of like, there's actress that looks way too old to be played a teenager. We need to do something that evokes teen right now.
2: And she even had like a full face of
0: makeup, like mm-hmm. adult makeup. Yeah. And there you was know? that scene where her purse fell and her AARP card fell out. That was awkward. <laughs> Yeah, she's
1: making the acting transition from daughter to granddaughter, no, grandmother, grandmother. Just, uh,
0: yeah. Oh well. She has to wrap up this shoot because she's doing the Depends commercial tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. She just beat out June Squibb for her role. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, so then, so then the mom, because the mom catches her right. And so, once again, it looked like two sisters were fighting about some guy in the room.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and the mom only seemed, like, mildly bothered that her 16-year-old, allegedly, daughter uh, was, like, in there with some dude,
2: and she's, like, half naked. Mom, you know, mom was like, hey, what's up? (laughs) So then, but then the mom is like, because the mom's like, I'm so depressed. We're moving to Iowa. And the girl got very disgruntled, and I'm like, I don't blame her for being disgruntled. (laughs) because <laughs> they live in LA and they're like, we're moving from LA to Iowa. Did they a ever really explain the, the why of that? Oh, because she was depressed and she wanted to write a book. Cause remember she was a writer.
0: Right. I got, I got all that, but it, it didn't make sense to, well, again, none of this made sense, but that why they would need to move to Iowa. I, I get like, okay, I'm going to, you know, be in seclusion while
2: I write for a little bit. Well, I think it was kind of like – remember that movie Misery where he wanted to get out of town to get his work done? Maybe it was like that. Well, yeah, but
0: he didn't move there permanently. He went there – like, you know, the plan was temporary. Yeah, they
1: didn't have any connections in Iowa, I don't think. No,
0: it's it's not like they went there for family or because they couldn't afford California. Like, those would have made sense, but they're just like, we're moving to Iowa because –
2: Right, and that's true. I mean, think about it. You know, she was in LA. They could have just moved to Palm Springs for some quiet to get some right.
1: I do know. I do know somebody who uh, put a map on the wall and threw a dart, and said, "I'm moving wherever this hits." So maybe they did that. Ooh, that is. That's what gamble. happened on Doctor Dolittle. Which version? The first
2: one, because remember the first one. Um, it was Samantha Egger, and she sang like this big song, and then threw a dart, and then it was that this island that kept on moving around.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't remember that movie. I saw that a long time ago. Well, and
2: they, they and then they went there in a big giant snail or something.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> those Doctor Doolittle movies. I don't want to revisit them. (laughs) I've had enough. The Eddie Murphy ones were good, though. (laughs) The first Eddie Murphy one. I've never seen it. Uh, So, (laughs) (laughs) I just don't want to endure that. It just sounds like a problem.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, uh, 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 like, we watch enough bad movies throughout the course of doing this podcast that I will say, if a movie looks even slightly bad... Uh, I will avoid it like the plague because I'm like, oh, I, have to, I already have to do it for the podcast. I don't want to do it for pleasure. You
1: right. Know, I, I like animals, but I'm not going to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, so that, ridiculous. All right, let's, let's continue with so, this. So this girl was very disgruntled.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. And so then we see the mom looking, looking through the album. And I wrote in my notes, wow, the dead dad was hot. And then she has a flashback, and the flashback is like her husband's laying dead on the floor, and the girl is like sitting in the corner crying in her Catholic school outfit.
0: Didn't they? Didn't the that scene start with where the mom walked in and the girl was holding the dad's hand? So the girl was the one that found the dad dead. Yeah, I think that's what they were trying to
1: convey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: So then, okay. So then. At this part, I still had hopes for this movie until <clears throat> this next scene. This is the first sign of trouble because the woman is at her therapist's office mm-hmm. and she's literally laying on a couch.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: I was well,
0: wondering about sh- that. I've never <clears throat> never been to therapy, but I, I thought that was only a TV and movie thing where the, the patient lies down on the couch as they talk. But th- this it, movie it showed it again.
1: It doesn't look like a therapist's couch either. She just kind of plopped down on a couch because she thinks that's – she saw that on a, in a mm. New Yorker cartoon. Yeah.
2: Well, I've been to plenty of therapy, and I have never once laid on a couch. And it did look like a comfortable couch. It that really would fall did. fall
1: asleep. But, yeah. Well, the problem with this is that he – the therapist says to her uh, – he he gives he gives her this information like this. Uh, he suggests a, su- a support group, and he said, "If not, you know, I, I, he's, I'm not just your therapist. I'm your friend. You're not supposed to do that. Oh, You're not no. supposed to be friends with your therapist."
0: Well, you it is funny that the, this therapist was able to find them a grief support group in the middle of Iowa when he's a doctor in California, right? <laughs>
1: What? And he seemed to just have the
0: information like he knew it off the top of his head as he wrote it down. So it's like, clearly he's referred other people to this same <laughs> Iowa
2: support group. And this is something that I thought was a no-no. He hugged her. And it, I didn't think you were allowed to hug your therapist.
1: Well, yeah. I don't know about that. But it, he does that when he says the thing about the friend. You're not, I know you're not supposed to do that. Right. Right. That's ridiculous.
0: It made me right. think in this Terrible scene boundaries. that, like, maybe this guy was part of the trafficking. No. <sighs> no, they never – Well, no when, I wa- no, when I first watched oh. it, I was like, oh, I wonder if this plays a role in, in moving uh, this movie along. It did not. That makes sense.
2: Yeah. That, 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 that would make sense, though. That totally makes sense. So then they move to Hicksley, Iowa. And they drive up to this crappy house, <laughs>
0: which looked a lot like renting, it was in right? LA. They don't own
2: it. Yeah, knows where they were renting it. They're gonna rent it. Okay. but it was a crap. It was a crappy house. Yeah. And Allie, the daughter, is like, "What a dump!" And oh, okay. then we see then we see the mom, Paige, and she has like a brochure, and she's. At, like, a a group counseling session. (laughs) And so um, then after the session, she meets Willow. And I watch a lot. I love a good documentary about cults. I love them. Mm -hmm. So when I saw Willow, I was like, uh uh-oh, here we go. She's the lure to lure her in. And, and, you know, Willow was very bohemian looking, very granola. She had the flowy, the flowy dress and the curly ringlets and, you know. At this point in the movie, oh. I actually thought
0: to myself, are they seriously ripping off the TV show Dead to Me? Because that's how the the two main characters in that. Show meet is they're at a grief support group and one is kind of a hippie and one's a little more buttoned up and kind of having a little meltdown and I was like I wonder where this is going.
2: Well, not there. I have I I have I have words about Willow later too. (laughs) Uh Oh, (laughs) look out Willow! Uh, Willow, tune out. (laughs) So um. So then you know they're talking Willow and Paige are, are you know talking comparing dead husband stories and you know um uh oh and this is where i wrote cuz she's she's telling she's telling Willow oh yeah my daughter's 17 and i'm and i wrote Allie's supposed to be 17 and she looks like she's 27
1: well also Willow they're talking they're talking after the support group and uh Paige says, well, my husband died of a heart attack. And Willis says, well, we got that out of the way. And Paige is like, what? what, what, what? <laughs> she said, well, I don't like to say thank you for your loss. Uh, no, I'm right. sorry. I'm, I'm sorry for your loss.
0: <laughs> I actually liked that moment because I remember when when my dad had passed away and everyone would see me after it happened or when my friend last year passed away. It, it's uh-huh. – after a while, it gets weird because it's like I, I don't know what to do with that information. Like, thanks? I mean – I had nothing to do with them being here or leaving this earth.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. Oh, okay. So then Willow, of course, is like, hey, Paige, why don't you go to this commune? And. What a great idea. Yeah. Like, and she called it and they called it a commune. (laughs) No, they called it.
0: They called it a momune.
2: Oh, that's right. A mom Which was the I mean, working
0: you. title of this movie?
2: Mm. Oh, really? Yeah,
0: that was originally what it was going to be called,
2: Momune. A Mommy Commune. Uh, it would have commune. Been better to call it mom Yoon, Yeah, Actually, I don't think it made a difference. So so then she shows up at the mom Yoon and she meets Diane. Now, you know who could have played this role of Diane and could have been really good? Meredith Thomas. Exactly. Yes. Our friend Meredith Thomas would have kicked would have kicked ass in this role.
1: Well they show up they're not at the mamiu now. They're at like a coffee shop, like an outside coffee shop, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's a big giant chocolate drink and nobody nobody drinks it. Oh, of course Kurt. Kurt's like
0: sorry for your lost <laughs> Kurt.
1: saving up a drink. Yeah, I was looking at that. <laughs> that looked great.
2: Oh that's right. And so Diane is telling Paige that, you know, she lost her husband five years ago and he left her a farm. And so, you know, it's a mom, union and, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then um, Paige is telling her about how her daughter found her husband. And she is like, and then Diane's like, well, maybe your daughter needs the
1: farm more than you even do. Yeah, she pretty much tells her what to expect. She says, you've got to be on the farm for three months. So she's telling her, uh, I wrote, run. No, right. no, no. Mm-hmm. But no, she she still wants to go. And then she she's surprised. Laid. <laughs> and I was like, didn't you watch the Stepford Wives? Come on. It's not even a cult because cults are cults are deceiving. This one, she basically told her what to expect. Look, you're coming to my commune for three months. I'm not letting well, you go. It, oh, okay. It,
0: it, yeah, the, well, yeah. She—it's it, not necessarily a movie about a cult, but it is about a sex trafficking operation.
1: Oh, yeah, that's bad too. That's true.
2: But it was set up like a cult, though. Yeah, yeah. A very, a very, uh, a very
0: open, open doored cult.
1: Yeah, that was a cult because not they laid. Well, they didn't. They didn't lay this the sex traffic on the table, but everything else they did. They left that out.
2: Right, and, and so they're driving to the farm. And then you know you should turn around and drive away because Allie's like, "Wait a minute! There's no cell service here. Mm-hmm. That should be your biggest clue."
0: As should the, the when they get there, there's a bunch of barbed wire surrounding the place <laughs> and huge Lifetime hidden yeah. camera style uh, uh, cameras for security on the property. Right, those are red right. flags. Yeah, right.
2: But I do love that that a Lifetime is like, "We got to get the hidden camera in somewhere." We got to get, we got to fit in. <laughs> so, and then, okay, and then this is the biggest part. So they go, they meet Kiana, who was like the head, like the. She was the G woman like the concierge. Mm-hmm. And Kiana's like, give me your keys. Hell no, no. Why do you, why I need to give you my keys? That because Giana. of the key
0: party, unless you
2: put them in a bowl.
1: I think it's because her name is Kiana. Oh, I right. see it there, yeah. That's true. But um <laughs> It's easy but, to remember who to give your keys to.
2: And then then the big, another big warning signal, when you're walking through what is supposed to be like your your commune mommy and you see everybody like doing farm work and toiling <laughs> on the land What do you think a commune is, is Les? Like more like a spa.
1: No, <laughs> no, I don't think it's a, so. It's a commune. It's a no, con- no, it's not, no commune. It, it means communal living.
0: It means that you and the others in the community you've created are all contributing to keep that community running.
2: Oh, I would not like that. No, you wouldn't. You no, absolutely you wouldn't.
0: <laughs> no, you better not go. Maybe, this, maybe it is good you saw this movie. <laughs> this isn't really. It's not a cult, and they you it's some time. It, it's literally they're kidnapped at, after you know they're no longer able to leave, but. Uh,
2: Cause seriously, I saw them all doing farm work, and I was like, "That's awful." Yeah, they literally signed up for that. <laughs> no, and they were no happy guy. about it. Mm-hmm. So, so then, so then, Allie makes a friend. Like, oh, because oh, that's right, because they separate them. So they're like, you know, mm-hmm. the moms are in one bungalow, and the daughter and the kids are in another bungalow. And Paige felt funny about it, but then. Allie, like, there was a girl there Allie's age, and so then Allie was like, oh, cool, there's a girl my age, and I don't have to be around you anymore, yep. which the is. mom was like, but her, but then it's like, no, it's a 17-year-old, well, supposedly, it's an alleged 17-year-old. A <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> hey, little girl like, why are you playing with a grown woman? No, you're the same age. <laughs> right, and, and you know, she's going to want to hang out with someone her age and feel like an
2: adult and have her <laughs> own place.
0: But Allie had a hard time blending in because all her references were really old. Right. Yeah, she true. she kept talking about what a dream boat Bobby Darren is.
2: So so that's then right. she meets she meets her roommate <laughs> Allie meets her roommate Sam. And I wrote here that Sam went to the Park Ranger acting school. That's not possible. This trail's been closed for eight years.
1: It's extremely dangerous. <laughs> yeah. You're cruel. I thought I was gonna be mean, but that's cruel. <laughs> Sam wasn't that bad. <laughs> I don't think Sam was that bad either. She kind of well, looks like a park ranger, but I don't know. I kinda like, you know, those people looked interesting. So so then we see the so then we mother. see the women
2: we see the women farming and like Diane's showing her around. And then all of a sudden Paige sees a guy and she's like not happy about it. Like, what's a man doing here?
1: <laughs> That's John the handyman.
2: And then the way that Diane explained it away was, "Oh, he's a handyman. He doesn't talk. Any- he can't talk anyway.
1: He's a mute.
2: He's a mute." <laughs> I, if I were a
0: woman that had that had gone to this commune for women. Uh, to get away from either my my husband or somebody in my my life or if I you know I'm trying to just you know focus on myself I'd be annoyed that there was a guy there too a and B it's kind of sexist to uh, put out there in the universe that the only type of person that could do handiwork is a man <laughs> <laughs> right but i mean he was a like yep. literally he was he yeah. was but literally the mom yoon is like no women only well except this one person because none of us know how to use a saw yeah that, that's and, a man's job so
2: and and i like and i love her explanation well he's mute because his wife died and he stopped talking
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's insulting to the audience that's what i'm talking about so then, okay, then then it gets worse, okay? So
2: then we meet <laughs> Sam's mom, Tessa, and Tessa is all, like, buggy-eyed, like she had just done a bunch of meth or something, and she's fixated on having a knife, and she does all the fishing for the ladies. Yeah. And that's her first thing. It's like, hi, this is Tessa, and Tessa's all, I have a knife. Like, yeah,
0: Tessa Tessa could have been the handy person.
2: Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Tessa is all jittery, and then I get a little sad for Tessa because Tessa's like, "Oh, you know, we're we're here, we're here, my daughter and I, because I was abused by my husband." And then she's like, "And that's why I always carry a knife." And it's like, "Oh, jeez, Tessa." Um, and then, and then that's when the story starts getting weird because yeah, that was Paige the was informed that she was going to be there for three months, and Tessa's like, "Oh, we've been here for six And, you know, um, and that sounded kind of weird and Paige is like, okay, but then Allie all of a sudden has an attitude adjustment and Allie's actually happy and happy to be there.
0: So I did find her, her turn, like her enthusiasm shifted really rapidly and sort of out of line with the events that were happening in the movie.
2: Well, because Sam probably told her, you know, you really do look like you're 17. And she's like, wait, what? Wait, everybody (laughs) else is saying I look 27. You really think (laughs) I look 17? Oh, my God, I love you. You're my best friend.
0: Little does she know that Sam's just just using her as someone to buy the alcohol.
2: Right. (laughs) So so then Paige is just walking through the woods, Mm. sauntering through the woods, and she hears a noise. And then um, they're all working outside and Paige talks to Diane and she's like wanted, you know, she wanted to run a couple of errands. She wanted to go off to, you know, go. She wanted to leave, the, leave the mom here. Yeah. Go to like leave. Rite Aid or something, you know? <laughs> Needs to go to yeah. target. And Diane's all, uh, nope, you can't go. And P.S. <laughs> if you do go, you're not only not getting back in, if Allie decides that she wants to stay, then we don't have to let you in to get her, and <laughs> Allie can stay here if she wants.
1: So much for Target. And Paige is not happy about this. For good reason. Diane's got her whole office outside, too, like on a picnic bench. Hope it doesn't rain. Right. <laughs> when, when inside her actual <laughs> office, uh, did, I,
0: I could not stop being fascinated by her phone. Because she had Cause like, like a, one of those old French phones that you see in like a 1930s movie. It just seemed like a really out of place type of phone to have in an office setting.
1: First of all, it's 2021. Why do you still have a rotary phone? But I've seen I've, I'm seeing this in other shows, in other movies now too. Like people don't. Uh, movies and TV haven't caught up with the fact that cell phones. People are using cell phones. There's still pay phones. There's landlines. I guess it's easier to use to tell the story. I it's I a know. storytelling device, yeah. Yeah.
2: So, so then Diane tells Kiana, you know, keep an eye on her. She's trouble. Because Paige, Paige totally, like, raised the stink and then, like, walked away in a huff. And so then um, Paige then runs into Tessa and her knife. Wow. And Tessa warns Paige, you know, you, Diane is difficult, don't mess with her, just don't. And then when Paige is, asks Tessa why, Tessa of course gets very cagey, but then Tessa's like, just just don't do it, trust me.
1: <laughs> At this point I wrote in my notes, this movie makes me feel better about my life choices, and most movies don't do that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, so so then Paige then walks near the barbed wire fence and she's going to touch oh and then she's trying to figure out if it was like an electric fence or what kind of fence was it and she asks herself is it an electric fence and then goes to touch it like an idiot it's like you dummy you think it might be electric so you're going to go and touch it to get electrocuted possibly um. So then she's going to touch the fence, and then all of a sudden the mute guy John knocks her down and and fall and like knocks her down and he's on top of her in a very suggestive way. And then he points to the sign that says that the gate has an alarm on it. And I wrote, he's he a helpful
0: force- mute. Right. Right. <laughs> what I wrote in my notes. He's a helpful mute. Right. <laughs> I just picture like those Honda commercials with the helpful Honda guy, but like he can't speak, so he's just really enthusiastic and just pointing at signs, helping you along the way.
2: And you know when he knocked <laughs> her down, he looked great when he knocked her down. Yeah, he's hot. And then she was, of course, like before. You know, she got mad until she saw the sign, and then she's like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, thank you, thank you for helping me. And then. John leaves her and goes into his shed, his worker shed, and he reaches into his backpack and he has a gun. Okay. Mm. So, so then we see Sam and Allie and they're picking blueberries and Allie is telling Sam, no, Sam is telling Allie how she knows how to pick locks, which I did find that very fascinating mm-hmm. and very impressive. Because I wouldn't mind learning how to pick locks myself. And she said that she learned on YouTube. So I might be watching some YouTube videos on how to pick a lock.
1: Hmm. Further education.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, so then they're picking blueberries. And then Allie, like, takes one. And, and, and Sam was like, don't do that. And starts flipping out. And then Allie sees a lake. And they literally pick the blueberries, and then they go at the lake and sit at the dock. And not even for that long.
1: And they acted like this was such a mischievous thing to do. All they well, were doing is sitting by a lake. Well, look at the repercussions, though, which we'll <clears> get to. Yeah, I guess you can't sit by the
2: lake. Right. Because then um, John... we So then we... Um, Paige catches John, and all of a sudden... We find out that John could talk. (laughs) Okay? And this is where he's starting to get angry. This is where he's starting to get really angry. Because she's like, wait a minute, you can talk. And he says that the reason why he's pretending to be mute is because he's looking for his daughter and his wife who were at the commune. And so he's undercover, and so being mute is part of him being undercover. Well. I started to get really angry at that.
1: I I believe this was where he said he he chose to be, well, he chose to be mute because he was afraid he would say something stupid. Now, I actually, this is where I actually had to put it back a little bit. Put, you know, I'd rewind and see if I actually heard that. Because that is profoundly dumb. Well,
0: look, I am gonna defend it only because a similar plot device and character trait was used in my favorite show of all time, The Good Place. So I don't I don't wanna discount it as being something that can be used effectively.
1: This was well, not effective. No, no, no. No. I think we're skipping ahead a little bit together because there's cause there's a really stupid scene where he He's explaining all sorts, all sorts of crap, all, all over the place. I think that's well, where that happened.
2: Well, because then, well, he does tell her that he basically found out that Diane is like in huge debt, and like, yeah, he he found a bunch of her bills, a bunch of overdue bills, and she's like hugely in debt, right? And so right. that's why he thinks that she's up to something because then he saw that like money is coming in from somewhere. Like a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Allie is sitting in her bunk after picking blueberries and sitting on a dock. And Diane comes in. And not only did Allie get in trouble, Allie was sent to solitary confinement for sitting on the dock after picking berries. Yeah.
1: yeah. Or she could sit and think about her selfishness.
2: Right. Because, gee, you sat on a dock for five minutes and you plucked <laughs> a berry in your mouth. You were so evil.
0: I like that. So, so solitary. Like on one hand, it's terrible because she's being kept prisoner within a prison of sorts. Uh, But what was even more absurd about it was it wasn't even that secure. Like she sits down on the bed, and there's a window right there. She could have easily broken through that window and shouted for help. Right, but then Sam
2: came in and picked the lock. Yeah, yeah. So, and and, you know, so that was, and, and that was a nice. You know, if I knew how to pick locks, I would do
1: that. So, so then well, you're when... you're going to learn on YouTube, you said later on.
2: Yes. Oh no, I will. <laughs> I will. I'll I'll test it out. Oh, okay. So then John and Paige are like plotting now. Now that she knows he can talk.
1: Yeah, this is where right? he says the stupid line. Yeah,
2: they're plotting, and then um, Diane. Goes to visit John, right? Mm. And then, meet at the same time. Allie's getting out of solitary, and she can't find Sam
1: anywhere. Well, oh, you we, when? We, we, oh, go ahead, Kurt. John, John. stops by. You no, know, I was gonna say when when John stops by, as he? Page. It's a whole bunch of disjointed information. He, his wife didn't die. He he works in IT. So therefore, but, but before that he was a handyman. So he's not lying about being a handyman because he was a handyman. That's when he says he chose to be mute because he's afraid he'd say something stupid. He, he should have continued that. Maybe I agree with him. Yeah. (laughs) And he's trying to find his daughter. So he's looking for his wife and his daughter.
0: And their names are Elizabeth and Melissa. And the moment he says their names, they cut back to Allie in solitary, and she finds scratched into the headboard of the bed the names Elizabeth and Melissa.
2: Right. So it's a clue.
0: The clue for the
1: audience, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a so, clue. So, it's a clue that we're watching a shitty movie.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so then John gives her keys and a key card. Mm-hmm. To get out of the To get out of the place Right So then so, and this is the, Okay this is where I started to
1: get really mad So he sneaks her Out of the place No right? wait before that She says <laughs> I'm gonna hide under a, pe- a, t- a Tarp in your yeah. truck And she says that was the plot of my last book Boy that must be some book The right. plot is someone's hiding under a Tarp <laughs> She's no Joan Wilder from Romancing the Stone, that's for sure. No.
2: So here's the deal. There are cameras that are as big as pumpkins all around this place. So you know that the camera's going to be watching you leave, right? Yeah. So they drive out, right? And then they go back to the um, to the group counseling meeting. And Paige finds Willow and confronts Willow. And Willow did not even try to, like, lie. Yeah, she was basically like, my bad.
1: Got you into Willow- a cult. Oops. Sorry, I've got a side hustle going.
2: And this upset me. This upset me because of the fact that Willow, like, did not even protest. Like, she's like, yeah, okay.
1: No, she's like, look, I saw, I, I make a little cash. She pays me to recruit. You know, she probably got, but she probably has a bunch of side hustles. She probably what? sells Avon and yeah.
0: I'm sure she has like an Etsy where she spell, you know, sells, uh, you know, bookmarks with
2: inspiring
0: messages about female empowerment.
1: <laughs> you know what she does? There's surveys online. There's endless yeah. surveys where you get like Walmart points. Yeah. She's okay. Doing that.
2: So she literally, so they have her they basically, there's two on one, so they could basically like overpower her, whatever. They, Willow tells them that Diane is involved with human trafficking. And your daughter is still on the premises, right? Wouldn't you hold and grab Willow and call the cops because your daughter Mm -hmm. is still on the premises and could be sold into human trafficking (sighs) at any second?
1: Nobody seems to call the cops. But no, they let her go. They let her go. <laughs> she just runs away.
2: And wouldn't you, since we all have something called a cell phone, wouldn't you be taping her or filming her or something? Mm-hmm. No, they let her, and they let her go. And they, they could let have, her ex- go. and they could have
0: explained this away by having John talk Paige out of going to the cops for some reason,
2: right? Like, no, you don't want to do it. You don't want to alert the cops just in case. Or Diane's very powerful in
1: the community, and, mm-hmm. and she knows people. Something. Something. And then, then they get in the car, and John says that uh, that she and her daughter are more at risk for human trafficking because they're more attractive. <laughs> he
2: literally, I wrote here in my notes, he basically called the other women at the camp ugly. He literally
1: did. What a What a pickup line. You're more – you're definitely more susceptible to human – hey, babe, you're more susceptible to human trafficking than uh, most other women. Thank you. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Mr.
0: Smooth Talker.
2: All I heard was that
0: I'm prettier than the other women.
2: Right? So, So then this is the part that I start yelling at the TV because you idiot. So your routine for the day is you go to work. And you leave at a certain time, and you're supposed to be undercover. And part of being undercover is you want to keep your routine so you don't want to make anybody suspicious. So you dumbass, you go back to work that same night. by, By the cameras as big as pumpkins again, so they then watch you come back in on the premises, and they're like, wait, that's weird. He's back. Why is he, why is he back?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So you you just brought attention to yourself. Also, like, no. we find out that
0: he's a, an IT guy and can hack computers. Couldn't he just hack those cameras?
1: Right. Oh, that's true. Does right. he live there? Does he live in the mummy? No, room? I don't think he lives in the mummy. That's yeah. why it
0: was weird that he was coming through the gates at night.
1: Right, okay.
2: And that's why Diane, who that's why Diane and Kiana, who were like watching on the cameras, were like, well that's weird. He's back. Why is he back? That's, right. you know. And that's when she got, you know, she got suspicious. So so then oh, and I wrote here like you nitwit. <laughs> oh no, oh no, this is the part where I, I wrote play nitwit. anybody. No, this is the part where I wrote knitwit. So the next scene. John like the next day, they're in Diane's office and John is hacking the computer and Diane or um Paige is supposed to be watching the door as John hacks into the computer. Vice? So he starts hacking into the computer he gets in and Paige leaves the door and goes running to look at the computer. And I'm like, you idiot, you're not supposed to leave your post.
1: <laughs> but wait, he also yeah. says, she's watching him. And he goes, hey, look, unlike in TV, you know, hacking, hacking isn't easy. And one second later, he goes, I'm in.
2: <laughs> and OK,
1: this is the middle of the day. This is like the middle of the day. No, this is the middle of the night.
2: Daylight. No, this is nighttime. No, this was during oh, it it was is during the day. Oh, it is? Oh, is it the next yeah, day yeah, after was, they was the stunk out? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was like the middle of the day. So that's what I was seriously like. She can walk in any second, but Why by, are you running away
0: from the door my, from your post? My favorite thing in this scene is the conversation that Paige and John were having. Because Paige is wondering, like, why? Like, I don't understand why Diane would be human trafficking instead of getting a bank loan. <laughs> <laughs> she said something yes. to that effect. Yeah, and I just thought it was so stupid. Like well, you know, I was I was, I was I was gonna get a bank loan to keep my business afloat, but this human trafficking opportunity <laughs> just seems too good to pass up.
2: And this is a
1: movie about side hustles.
2: And okay, and the computer looked like it was from nineteen eighty nine. It was definitely like a DOS. Right. It, it was from
0: uh, when uh, Allie was a little child.
2: Seriously. So, so then,
1: okay, so then. How else are they going to use their AOL account?
2: So, so then um, Diane is, since, since Dummy left her post, <laughs> she then goes back and's like, oh, my God, Diane's here. Because if you would have stayed there, you would have been like, hey, Diane's turning the corner now. Let's go. So Diane goes walking into her office and she catches Paige and John like making out. Like that and so that's that's their cover.
0: Right. Yeah, John basically grabs Paige and just shoves his tongue down her throat to throw yeah. Diane off.
2: Right. So it's that it saved the their end. lives. It saved their lives. So it's not dumb. And Diane actually was surprisingly cool about it. Yeah. <laughs> so she yeah. was like, oh, well, you know, women need to do what they need to do. Yeah, was it was sad.
0: sort of like, well, people have needs, whatever. Oh, well, there's only one man here. I guess I understand that.
2: Right, which I was like, that's very forward-thinking of Diane. It is forward-thinking, for
0: but it's also really de- – like, if you're running a human trafficking <laughs> operation and you find two people doing something in your office that they really shouldn't be doing because they shouldn't be in your office to begin with while you have all these records of the human trafficking, you should probably be a little bit more concerned about being caught for human trafficking. Right,
2: Exactly. So, so then we find out – Then, of course, <laughs> Kiana later shows up and tells Diane, well, A, he was on the computer, and B, he can talk because I've been spying on them the entire time like you asked me to do, which, of course, you dumb people. Of course, if you're going to be in a situation like that where you're not allowed to leave for three months, of course – the person running it is going to have cronies all over the place.
1: I think Kiana yeah. might be the only one I like here. She's the only one who seems to be kind of smart.
2: Well, yeah, you know, and you would <laughs> think, she... though, if they're going to take your keys, they're going to have people to keep you in line. Right. And, you know, I'm sure, and, and they'd have rooms that were bugged and stuff. Come on. Come on. What a mess. And I was like, and I was like, well, at least Kana was snooping, and she was good at it because
0: well, she was watching. I don't. Yeah, I no. see, I disagree. I don't think she was good at it because if she's known that John can speak, why is she just now telling Diane about it? Because John has been speaking for about two days now.
2: But she was saving it up. She, she just
1: she, found no. She just found out. Oh, she, sorry, was, she was watching yeah. them.
0: She
2: just yeah. found out because
1: she was watching them. No, I don't know how these people couldn't figure this out before the guy. What was the guy in shock? Uh, Anyway, that's a whole other thing.
0: (laughs) See, I actually think Tessa is the one that's most together because, like, she had the the forthright to, like, carry a knife around with her constantly.
2: Right. And then the the next scene, Paige is talking to Tessa as Tessa's gutting a fish. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then Paige asks about Elizabeth and Melissa, and then Tessa gets all weird. And she gets so weird that she cuts herself.
1: Right. Unless she has to go to the main office to get a band aid. <laughs> right. <laughs> and,
2: and then, and then Paige goes into Allie's room. Allie's like, I apologize for being an asshole mom. And then Paige is like, you know, Allie, something weird's going on. And Allie's like, you think I was in solitary all
1: afternoon? <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> And it's so also then, weird that the daughter seems to think there's an issue with Melissa and Elizabeth. All she saw was like their names scratched into a wall. Right.
0: Yeah. For all she knew so that then, that that was a couple that was in love and couldn't talk about it.
2: Right. So, so then I got even more mad because Paige is like, "Okay, let's get out of here," and Allie's like, "Okay, let's go," and then Paige is like, "Not now," and I'm like, "You idiot! You need to leave, you need to leave now." Let's go, but we're going to wait. No. No. (laughs) Well,
1: they're having fish tonight. (laughs) Yeah. Tessa just just gutted that fish. We're going to have sushi. No, we're staying. After that, maybe we could leave.
0: Kurtz is holding out hope that that chocolate drink from earlier in the movie makes a reappearance. Right.
2: I, I, I was admiring that thing. So then, okay, so then this is the part where it got a little confusing because so <laughs> this was Tessa the part to talk to Diane. <laughs> Tessa goes to talk to Diane, so it seems like Tessa is kind of in on it, like t- like Tessa knows what's going on. Didn't you guys mm-hmm. get that feeling? I, I got that she knew what was going on, but not from
0: a she's been helping with the human trafficking, just that she knows something bad is going on, but she's afraid to do anything about it.
2: She's a mess. Rough. And she's, like, her eyes are all bugging out. And, and I even wrote here, Tessa is batshit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and so now, do Diana and Kiana, do, they want to get rid of Tessa, right? Or who do they want to get rid of? They're talking about getting rid of someone. Paige. Okay. So then, okay. Then it gets really just annoying. So then Paige is walking in the cafeteria, and John is walking in the cafeteria, They bump into each other. They dropped their plates or whatever. And then Paige picks up her plate. And there's a note the size of a newspaper on the bottom of the plate.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It says, need a plan.
2: Stevie Wonder could read that note. (laughs) That's how big (laughs) that note was. Like, the writing was huge. And, And so then she goes and she reads the note, Right. And so then then that night, Paige goes snooping, all right? And she is a good snooper. I give her that. She is a good snooper because she finds Elizabeth and Melissa. And they're all chained up. And when Paige finds them, we literally get an itinerary. We get, like, the schedule of their day. Mm -hmm. So, like, Kiana shows up in the morning, she gives them a bathroom break and some food, and then she comes back. That's nice of her. And she comes back later. Like, we got a rundown of their day. (laughs) And and then, of course, they were like, hey, listen, let us go, but you got to be careful because Kiana's going to come back. And so Paige runs off to get some some, uh, bolt cutters. And so then she starts telling them about John. And then Melissa and Elizabeth are like, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. John is bad. John is my ex-husband and her father. And we were here escaping John because John is an abuser. Grayson is, is his real name.
1: Not John. It's Gray Skull, like a Masters of the Universe. Yes. Right. And,
2: and Grayson,
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: And so, okay, so then Paige, okay, here's, and here's the part where I literally want to just go and shake Paige. So, she has these women who are chained up. They're about to be human trafficked, right? You show up. You can free these women. And Grayson shows up, and these women would rather be chained up and taken away and human trafficked instead of leave with Grayson. And you're still like, Oh, I don't believe that he would do this. And you're like, these women would rather stay chained up. She's an enabler. Ugh. They'd rather be chained up.
1: Yeah, and, and there's another option of maybe calling the. Po- can anybody get in contact with the police here? Or that? Well, there they didn't have any cell service. That they no. didn't. They,
0: they, but they've got that French phone in Diane's office.
2: True. Ugh. True. And. and and then and then Jason, I mean Grayson, then like wallops yeah. what do you call it? Mollywops. He mollywops Paige with a gun. He cold.
1: Mollywops. Mollywops.
2: Isn't that Cardi and B's new single? Mollywops. I love that song by <laughs> the way. Wop. Wop did you guys see the Grammys the other night? Yes. Not as very it. good.
1: I've, I've heard of this song. I don't think I've actually heard the song. My, my brother referenced
0: WAP on a phone call with our mother the other day, and I was surprised he knew what it was. Wow.
2: Wait, did your mom know? No. No. <laughs> I was going to say. No, no.
0: It went right <laughs> over her head. She didn't hear it, but my brother said it. And then I, I, I was kind of stunned into silence, and I could hear him chuckling a little bit. I'm like, okay, that was for me, not for my mom. <laughs>
1: Because <laughs> Kurt, you know what WAP <clears throat> means, right? Uh, yeah, I've read I read about WAP, but I haven't heard WAP yet We, we don't it need to repeat it here, you can go look it up
2: It was a very good dance routine, like it was a very oh, good yeah.
1: performance yeah.
2: And I love, I love Megan the Stallion now Same Love Megan the Stallion And by the way, Kurt, the V has like three E's the stallion, mm-hmm. Megan. The stallion, yep. The anyway, so it's we see Diane. We see Diane, she's on her French phone, she's setting up a deal. Okay, now Allie is eavesdropping, she's doing some good eavesdropping. I, I give her that, I gotta give credit. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote here, we get a whole lot of exposition, and we were getting a whole lot of exposition this entire movie. Because they just go into, like, a full monologue of what they're doing and why they're doing it and on and on and on and on. And um, did Sam just show up or Sam? Allie woke her up. Okay. Yeah, she got her. And then Sam's like, oh, by the way, I saw them being kidnapped. And it's like, and you stayed. And, and you're just you're
0: just now choosing to tell Allie about this in this moment, not earlier.
2: Right, and your mom wields a knife, and you still decide to stay.
1: So, I'm not even so, sure. What, I'm not even sure what Allie heard when she was eavesdropping. It was like somebody said Diane said like I'm so glad uh, it worked out or something like that. I, I didn't even know like it, there didn't seem to be a lot of information she could actually pull from that conversation. Right.
0: But it is a bit of a trend in Lifetime movies where the person that's, you know, eavesdropping has superhuman hearing and can hear every word of both sides of the conversation, no matter how many thousands of feet away they are. I've been known to do that.
2: Mm-hmm. I hmm. have the hearing of a bat.
0: A bat that is shit crazy? <laughs> <laughs> Right. Les looks offended.
2: (laughs) Oh, so, so so then Diane, (laughs) Diane shows up where Elizabeth and, uh, Melissa were chained up, but we see Kiana there instead. And so basically, oh, wait, no, no. Oh, I forgot a part.
1: Yeah. You skipped. Yeah. You skipped the part where Paige and Elizabeth are having a long conversation. Elizabeth is still, still, is still chained up. So after story time, uh, Paige notices that there's actually metal clippers she could actually set her free.
2: And I forgot to mention, after John, like, Molly um Paige, he took Melissa and carried her, like, he just threw her over. A lot of throwing women over your shoulder and just walking away, because that's what mm-hmm. he did. Mm-hmm. Very retro. Yeah. Very, Very crazy crazy man. Women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so... Way back. Uh, oh, way back. Right. Because, yeah... <laughs> Because he, he, ta- he had taken Melissa and just kind of threw her over her shoulder and like walked out.
0: Allie finds it romantic because that's how things were done back in
2: her day. Right? <laughs> man, man. That's brutal. Allie's like, remember when we started cars with our feet and had Bronto
1: burgers? <laughs> I, so I think this, this is the next part because this is another th- part that floored me um so elizabeth and Paige are like escaping elizabeth has to stop she's weak i'm weak now first of all when you go into like ultra survival mode she, you, you, you'd be moving to get out of there but yeah. then, and, and then and then uh, she says look we should call the police and Paige says uh or, or somebody says no the no no, no, no i think i think uh, elizabeth says the police aren't going to help her even though she was kidnapped, so Paige suggests, "Okay, maybe not. Let's call the police. Let's call my therapist." My or, therapist. Yeah. Oh yeah. I get That made me mad too. That's insulting the audience again. Like your therapist, your lame ridiculous. therapist, ridiculous.
2: And you know, yeah, you're weak, Elizabeth. But you're five minutes away from being, like, sold no. into prostitution. Get the hell out of there.
1: You would Come go into, it. like, yeah. I, th- I think you would go into the full survival mode, and you'd be you'd be. I'd at,
2: least, I'd at least, like, hop the fence, and then, like, maybe stop and rest. Yeah.
1: After I was out. You hear a bunch of complaining. I'm, I'm tired. I'm t- what are you tired about? You've been chained up the whole time resting. Right. <laughs> I yeah, thought it right. was a spa. I didn't know they were gonna make me do farm work. I know this was gonna happen.
2: Well, you know
1: (laughs) I'm tired. Sorry, I've been I've been escaping now for (laughs) ten minutes. I'm exhausted.
2: It's like, yeah, you're gonna be tired as you're tied up in the back of that van. (laughs) Oh, so then Grayson comes up. Like they start so Grayson then shows up. Wait, wait, wait. We missed.
0: We we didn't even talk about the part where like Diane goes and she finds Liz and Melissa gone and Kiana's tied up, and Diana takes off Kiana's muzzle and Kiana's just like they got away, which is like no shit. But then Diana just Diana just full on slaps Kiana. Yeah, <laughs> like it was so out of left field. She just slaps her. Slapped her.
1: <laughs> she definitely has a she. She definitely has a management style, a strong style.
0: Yeah, I do feel like beyond the human trafficking, the slapping of your employee would be an HR issue. And
2: yeah. Kiana acted like it didn't even faze her. <laughs>
1: yeah. No. Kiana's no, like, not, well, okay. She's not surprised. She knows she knows the deal. Kiana's probably the head of HR there, so
2: Oh, okay, okay, so then Paige then gives oh, so then they they find Melissa, like he just like kinda of dropped her off. <laughs> John had just kinda of dropped Melissa off. Mm-hmm. So then Paige gives them the keys to the truck, to John's truck. And the card, like, the 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 gate card. And she's like, leave without me. And it's like, um, shouldn't you wait until you find your daughter and then I'll hop in the truck and go? Yeah, because, like, what other chance are you going to have to get away? Right. Yeah. So then Grayson catches up with them. And then Grayson starts to strangle Paige. And he's strangling. They're fighting, and he's strangling her. And then all of a sudden, out from nowhere, he gets stabbed by Tessa and her knight. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah, Tessa. Tessa never knows what to do. I don't know. I, I. Well, I didn't. I did, Well, I, I. thought she was killing you. I think. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know what's.
2: And this would have been the perfect place for Vivica to show up and go. You messed with the wrong mommy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You mess with the wrong confused woman.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, you so, mess! You mess with
0: the wrong sex trafficking ring. Right, <laughs> right.
2: See, because oh, you know what? If I would have cast this movie and I turned it into the wrong Mommun, Meredith would have been Diane. Um, Tracy Nelson would have been Tessa.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, we'd have to make like. A Police officer role or something for Viv, Vivica because Vivica never does crime in the movies ever, right? So, I would have cast this movie really good. She, Jason Shane, Jason, yeah. Jason Shane would have been the mute guy, yeah, or, or Eric Roberts. Sure, I
0: don't know how I feel about Eric Roberts. Let's bring in Jason on that one, right?
2: Oh, oh, okay, so we find out that Sam picked the locks, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, wait, did we see Sam pick the locks or did she tell us that she picked
0: the locks? No, they picked the lock to Diane's office and uh, Diane and the the guy from earlier in the movie that was driving the van in the cold open, they catch them. Yes. Picking the locks.
2: And and so then, but, but then, um... Who had the knife?
0: So, Kiana... Right. Kiana walks up and finds Tessa cleaning her knife,
1: and she's basically like, ah, fuck this, I'm out of here. Yes, that's literally what she says. She goes, I'm out of here. That's what I like. Yeah. She's like, that's it, I'm out of here. You, know, you gotta keep
2: those knives clean when you're in a crisis. Yeah. yeah. And, the only and, then, in this movie. and then, like, Paige and Diane are fighting... Yeah, big cat fight. And, and then and who is it that says, no one hurts my daughter? That would have been and Paige. Pu- yeah,
1: I guess it was And punches, Paige.
2: punches, punches Diane. Yeah.
1: Oh, I and- wrote, And I think I'm going to stand by this. I think this is a good way of dealing with grief. <laughs> because. <laughs> <it's-> <laughs> Let me explain myself. It, so I will give the movie that. Because it's a good distraction. Like, you know, it's kind of like. It's a good way to kind of well, distract yourself. Yeah, you can from, you you can even. get over
0: the grief by like just being in sheer abject terror and having to fight for your life. It True, does right? kind of take your you, mind you, off. You go of into things.
1: the phase of shock from yeah. grief,
2: uh-huh. stabbing people, and you know, <laughs> right. So instead, of so
1: I guess PTSD prompts grief. Though. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's one way to get over it. I guess. I, it's that's. I mean, like you know, point. that's isn't that
0: kind of the premise of WandaVision? See, I haven't seen WandaVision. I'm
2: halfway done. Oh, okay. I love it. Maybe
0: I've said too much.
2: WandaVision, I got to tell you, WandaVision took a turn. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, what the hell am I watching, which turned into, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Agreed. So, yes. And that's all I'll say because I don't want another – Cobra
1: Kai. and yeah, yeah. Yeah. I need to see that and the Mandalorian season two. So perhaps I will join Disney plus for a month. And by the way, I don't think Hamilton should be nominated for SAG awards. It's the filming of a show. It was
0: going to be released as a theatrical presentation uh, though originally no, i don't know it's a it, it gray area it's gray area there. it's all gray it area that? there now though it's it, 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 uh you know it's feature films but they're on a tv just because that's the distribution mm. like
2: No, but this is the downside know, this is the downside of streaming being nominated up. isn't that dumb ass movie eurovision nominated for an oscar oh for a
0: song yeah. for a song yeah and it is a good song uh have you seen the movie uh, my husband did. Okay. I enjoyed it. It yes. wasn't great, but it, the, the song is actually very good, um, and the movie has some heart to it, so it's not just a typical Will Ferrell, dumb joke after dumb joke movie.
1: Uh-huh. Look, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is a play. They adapted it and made it to a movie. So Hamilton is a play, and they didn't adapt it. They just filmed it as a play. So that's how I feel about that. There you go anyway i don't know i know it's supposed to come out as a movie so maybe it would qualify as a first sag award or whatever but uh, i just have a that's my cause right we're, okay. we're getting upset
0: look the whole point of award shows is not to award the the work it's to get ad money from the presentation of said award show on tv
2: okay. it's, it's a revenue a generator fun this year anyway none of them are
1: it's not a pretty oscars i don't think
2: and I Which
1: want Minari weird. to win I want Minari uh, to win everybody. I want to see Minari, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it It's very good It's very good Have All you seen right. it yet Jason? No
2: I want to be like that grandmother when I'm a grandmother Put it that way
1: <laughs> It stars Glenn From The Walking Dead That, that It was like a very it Impressive movie actually
0: well, why and, don't we finish this unimpressive movie? Because we're so yeah, close to the finished. end. Yeah, we're almost so done. So
2: okay, so the cops show. Like, who? Uh, so someone was driving out of the gates, right? Like the cops? Yeah,
0: yeah the, the white van was driving out of the gate while Paige and Diane were having their fight.
2: And the cops were waiting. Right. Yeah. And that's the part where Vivica should have been like, you messed with the wrong mommy.
1: Yeah. They would have had written her role, though yep.
2: and And so then, what do you do after you escape a commune? You go to a barbecue. Eleven so, months later. Yes. a good way to make friends. Yeah, well, she did make friends because Paige and Paige and Tessa were now friends. Or I wonder if they lived there. Yeah, they do. And so Tessa was not as buggy-eyed. She was, I guess she, she got some help. She got. they some were
1: therapy. wearing the street clothes.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, they got a box. Tessa went for to get her knife and realized she didn't have the knife anymore. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> of course, I have it.
2: <laughs> that was actually because she like reached for the knife and it's like, oh, geez. And so they got a box. And the box was, in the box were advanced copies of Paige's new book called *Mommy*. And they all laugh. <laughs> being on a commune and being kidnapped and <laughs> almost being trafficked is so funny. <laughs> they're,
0: they're, they're all laughing at how much money Paige is making by writing book after book after book where the heroine's whole getaway
1: shtick is hiding under a tarp. <laughs> Right, yeah, uh, that was the plot of her last book. Yeah. So this one's this one's got to be better after the yeah. expectations of that. That's
0: like her, you know, Albert Albert Hitchcock would uh, or Alfred Hitchcock would uh, always like, make a cameo in his movies. In all of her books, there's always a character that hides into her tarp.
1: Right. It's her calling card. <laughs> okay, you guys. After <laughs> well, talking about know.
2: this movie,
1: it I need some more stuff. I thought it was fun to go through it, but I still think it was insulting to the audience, and that's the problem. Oh, it absolutely was. It totally was. So why defend this, Jason? Why why do
0: you feel this is a... I'm not saying it's good by any means. I'm saying that this movie is not hateable. I enjoyed watching it because it was so dumb. Uh, I would have liked it better if it were more over-the-top ridiculous. Like, some of the ridiculousness was they didn't even know that they were making a bad movie at points. Whereas, with the wrong movies, I feel like they, they know exactly what they're making.
2: Oh. The wrong yeah. movie. they lean in yeah. And that's mm-hmm. what makes it so good Is they just lean in And they're like, we don't give a shit We're just going for it Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I guess they were, they were kind of earnest In this movie I'd oh, say, yeah. I would say I'd sleep on this But I don't think I'm going to think about it
2: <laughs> And P.S. They really didn't They could have gone bonkers With this since they didn't even Really delve into the trafficking aspect Of it anyway
1: Absolutely I started to look up some information because they, they said there was a, a part where there's a deposit of $16,445. And I was wondering, first of all, they're acting like that was an enormous amount of money, which I thought, is that really going to be enough to keep the mom-eating going? That's a, it's a like very much,
0: weirdly specific amount, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was looking at like how much it would actually. A person would be. This is this gets kind of dark, but I said it was a it was I just read like a like a little blurb it said like between eight grand and fifty grand.
2: And I was like, why don't you just sell a baby on the black market instead? Yeah. You've got a lot more for a baby on the black market. Or get why a bank you loan. A why didn't she get
0: a bank loan? What's that?
2: <laughs> like they had said
0: in the movie, I just don't understand why Diane wouldn't get a bank loan. Do a GoFundMe.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's different options. Yeah, get a bank loan. Or raw vegetables and your fish.
0: She probably did a Twitter poll. Hey, uh, hey, Facebook Hive Mind, need to make some extra money. Uh, What should I do? Uh, uh, Human trafficking, bank loan, Etsy store.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, she could have. She could have like made a killing in that Etsy store, you know, with like. Tessa's yeah. fishing thing. Well, yeah, but then it would also be competition for poor
1: Willow in her True. bookmarks. Oh, her and then the business model wasn't very good. No. 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 Yeah, she should have sold – okay, so if you're just going to have a mom you know, get get everybody working, get those vegetables, and go to like a, 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 you know, a farmer's market, you know, sell a bunch of stuff, you know, uh, sustain yourself. Yeah, you, you've got like corn.
0: You've got you know oranges. You've got you know some fresh cut flowers and uh, women. You're selling some women.
1: Uh, yeah, it'd be quite a farmer's market. We're
0: selling actual farmers,
1: right? Well, you said it was a farmer's
0: market, but they're stored in like an all natural wood bin. It's really it's it's really cool. It's, it's organic. Fluffy. Yeah, it's, yeah. Or, it's organic.
1: Yeah, I guess. Oh
2: boy, yeah. Yeah, this movie. What's that? I need a palate cleanser from this. We need we need to watch either a psycho or a wrong or a a killer movie. <laughs> oh god, and next week's Hallmark Week too. Yeah. Yes it is. <laughs> I love how we're all like, yeah. Oh great. It is indeed. Well right. That's it. If you wanna find me, I actually have started a new Facebook page that is strictly for my podcasting and my performance work.
1: Oh, I thought so I was being spammed when I got the request. Because sometimes yeah. No, I got yeah. so, no, I got so many messages. Okay. Okay. No, it's a
2: real thing. And so that's why I changed the name. So so if you want to get a hold of me on Facebook, you can find me on Kirkendall Barrett Presentation. Um, Kirkendall is K U R K E N D A A L. Barrett is B A R R E T T. So on Facebook, you can find me at Kirkendall Barrett Presentations. Um, and Instagram, you can find me at Kirkendall, or you can always find me on my website, lesskirkendallbarrett.com Jason.
0: You can find all of us on Instagram at Lifetime of Hallmark Podcast. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Big Shot
1: Jason. Kurt? I just have KurtFitzpatrick.com, I don't think uh, I don't think anything else coming up. So that's it.
2: And I have
1: another podcast. Five stars. Uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: First of all, review us on whatever platform that you listen to us on. And give us five stars. Um, I also have a, another podcast called the Reality Reading Rainbow Podcast, where I talk about books written by reality stars. I also do interviews as well. This week, uh, my guest is Heather Michelle from the Madame from the madams hoes and gigolos podcast and we talk about real housewives and their wine businesses Nice. <laughs> anything else
1: i think that's it yeah that's it
2: Ugh, I gotta go wash my brain from watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, until next time, bye. 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 bye.